10 past six on Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. How's a this? condiment chat. Oh, love, I love it's a, a condiment chat. condiment chat. Because you love your condiments. You know that. And you've made little secret of that. Um, you've been known to go to a restaurant, we order a meal, and then they have to bring out condiment after condiment. Whether or not they actually offer that condiment on the menu... Why can't I adjust the menu? And with each dip of oh. each condiment, you insult the chef oh, time and time and time again. I've had this before. Yeah. I went to a fancy restaurant once and asked mm. for, it was Italian or something, asked for tomato sauce because I wanted to put on the lasagna. Oh, beautiful. The, the guy got, went off at me. Yeah, he refused yeah. to bring me out tomato sauce. That's right. But I knew that you had it back there. That's the thing. I know it's out there. Yeah. If I so want... why not just smother it in tomato sauce? Or if you if order okay. a roast, put well, a bit of tomato sauce on it. If he wants to eat the lasagna without tomato sauce, that's fine. But if mm. I want a little bit of tomato sauce, what is wrong with that? Even though you're How... on his turf oh, eating I'm paying for his it. menu. I mean, where does it stop? Do you go to the vegetarian restaurant that's up on um, Elizabeth Street and ask for a steak on the side? Can I get a steak? I know you got one back there. Can I get a steak? Okay. I don't know. Is this why you stopped going out for dinner with me? Of course, because it's a pageant. The pageantry around your meal. Just eat the... (gasps) Don't. I know you're in a bad mood today, but... Just eat the flipping meal. Go that far, please. I mean, every time I've dined with you, I feel like you're on death row and you're getting your last meal and you've got to make a big deal out of it. Okay, so I'm offending a chef if I have a chicken schnitzel, Mm. say at the belt or something... Mm. And I asked for oh, a side right. of no, tartare, right. vinegar, tomato sauce, barbecue sauce, sweet See, chili sauce, now you've and gravy. Lost me. See, now you've no, but lost I like. Just go with the gravy. No, but I don't. I like because what you're doing is you're just smothering all. The, you might as well make it at home. You've completely insulted him. He's actually spent some time and effort to have a career what, in deep hospital. Fry a yes, chicken. What, and that's all cooking is to you. I'm not saying that's all it is, but how can you... What a disgraceful thing to say to uh, the poor bloke that runs the kitchen at a pub that you've specifically mentioned that I won't mention again. Beltana, I love it. And they do some great... They do great food there. But I'm saying it's a chicken schnitzel. How can oh, I offend a chef if I want like gravy, tartare, vinegar? You order the meal and you don't even taste the meal and then you get the salt and pepper out. Yeah, I do do that. Oh, my Because I already God. know. What are no... you, 65? Have you ever seen a pensioner at a pub... Yeah. Just going to town yeah. all over their meal with the salt and pepper before they've even tasted it. Do you know what my pop used to do um, before he passed was he used to he used to have a side of salt, so he would actually make a pile of salt on the side of his dinner plate and he would dip in so each what, bit of Have food. they lost their taste buds? Is this a war thing? I think, Did I they think, lose their taste buds in the war? Yeah. I think. Well, you're going to have to amend some of your behaviour because it's going to end up costing you a fortune. Well, now, all I wanted to do was talk about honey and this See? is what... Now we're completely... Now I'm going to have to take a song and come back. Well, th- honey, yeah. Vegemite. Mm-hmm. How expensive is honey and Vegemite now? We're going to give you some figures that will shock you. This may extend to other condiments like the ones you've mentioned. In Tassie, it is. 13 past six, Hobart's hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. 17 past six on Hobart's Hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. Condiment can I, chat. Yeah, can I actually get back to what I wanted to talk about? Condiment because chat. You just railroaded me and... No, I'm, I'm, it's a cautionary tale because you love oh. condiments probably a little bit too much and it, you're going to be paying through the roof for condiments in a short while. What about the Manuka honey stuff in Tassie? Like, so what's going on there? Because I'm hearing about robberies and what have oh, you. Well, how do you like this for a headline? Are you ready for this? Yeah. From the Mercury, some of their best stuff. Yeah. Growers stick together in Manuka fight. Oh, that's brilliant. And this is being spearheaded by a Tasmanian manuka farmer. Okay, yeah. 
who uh, has started a national campaign because the New Zealanders are trying to steal our name, Manuka. Oh, right. Is this like this whole Ugg boot thing that seems yes. to have gone on forever? They're trying to steal it, so they're okay. fighting at the moment. But how is this? So this honey can sell for as much as $120 a jar. Just for a jar of honey. Just for a jar of honey. And you remember recently there were all those, there was a spate of thefts in Lindisfarne where thieves were going in and breaking into chemists and just stealing Manuka honey. Chemists? Like over $5,000 worth of honey was taken. Forgive my ignorance, but I didn't know you could buy honey from a chemist. Like, is this a drug? It's like a health, it's like a, you know, what do they call my superfood? Oh, okay, so it's off the shelf, it's not behind the counter sort of stuff. You don't need a prescription... You know, for a dollop of honey. No, it's not quite how it is. So, Manu- I wonder if Manuka, like, is, is is it the town of Manuka? Is the bee called the Manuka? Or how, how can we make sure that those filthy New Zealanders, mm. your Barnaby Joyce types, well, yeah. don't get their sticky fingers on our honey? Like, how, how are we going to prevent that? Because, well, you know, with champagne, if it's going to be called champagne, it's got to be from the champagne. French town of Champagne. Yes. Have we gone a bit crazy with superfoods, though? Like, why is it costing so much? Like, I I don't get it. I was telling you before that I ate, um, drank, sorry, I used to drink coffee from Weasel Bums. And it was... Weasel Bum Coffee. Yeah, but it's not, it's actually got a nicer name than that. But over in Vietnam in particular... Is this where the animals eat the things and then they... And they poop them out. Like the Lee Whack in Indonesia. Yes, like that. They poop them out and then... They make. Why do those things always have to look like rats? I don't know. Why can't they have like a panda or something cute and furry? And why is it so expensive? Because it's I'm paying for it to be digested and pooped out through another animal. Yeah, and it's, I don't think you'd have to fight the animal to get its poop. That's the other thing. They have to poop. It's not like an egg. It's not like trying to get an egg from a bloody T-Rex or something. Um, just on condiments yeah. and how expensive they're getting. We've already discussed the Manuka honey going for anywhere up to 120 bucks. What about the Vegemite Blend 17? Are you across this? No. Only 450,000 jars have been made of the Vegemite Blend 17. It's a special blend. It's apparently a little bit more tart than your stock <laughs> standard okay. Vegemite. Now, these are retailing for around six bucks at, say, Coles. But I'm on eBay this morning, and they're being sold for as much as $20. And that's a starting price on auctions. I don't even understand what makes it so it's more tart. Apparently, it might be like, um, you know, Crown Lager. They've always said the Crown Lager is essentially your Carlton Draft, but it's the top of the vat, like the best stuff sort of scraped off the top of the vat. Oh, right. So maybe that's what the... (laughs) But I, I think that all this means is a condiment crisis. We are... And I'm really sorry to say this for kids growing up in 2017. We're heading into the condiment wars, where in which it will be every man, woman and child for themselves, armed with uh, shopping bags, I presume. Of course, your your environmentally sensitive ones. Just trying to get the last barbecue sauce off the shelf. Um, I have no idea how much a jar of horseradish is going for already out there. But I think get them while you can, stockpile. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. We reported on it yesterday that uh, Netflix had cancelled House of Cards immediately almost uh, after the assault allegations against Kevin Spacey. But what I didn't realise is the the season that we're yet to see is almost in the can. Yes, it is. So there's going to be a whole season of Kevin Spacey. 
season six, yeah. This is unbelievable that there's going to be a whole season of Netflix's House of Cards with Kevin Spacey still to play. Well, now they're talking about doing a House of Cards spin-off. Right. And this is with, you know his name, he's the little bald, bald fella that kills uh, people for him. Doug Stamper. Oh, sorry, no spoiler alert. Oh, no, he does. I think it happens in episode one, <laughs> yeah. season one. Uh, Doug Stamper that does the dirty work. Yes. He's Featuring him. Yeah, okay, well that, I mean, when you think about it, we got Better Call Saul off the back of Breaking Bad. Is that? I haven't seen that. Awesome. It's, I, I still say it's better than Breaking Bad. What? I'll have to tell my mum that because she loves Breaking Bad. Can oh, you yeah. believe that? Oh, we've been having lots of chats about it. We love Can it. Can you stop texting Sometimes my mum? Sometimes her and I just talk about it and just think, God, imagine if we did it. Imagine if we just opened a meth lab in, in Launceston and then we sort of worked out, oh, the market's already a bit crowded. Trending. Oh, that's... Yeah, that was too far. That was awful. What is... You were off it today. I know. You're bit, in a foul I'm shirty. It's because we had, we had computer issues. Yeah. I get in early and then the computer doesn't work and I end up sitting there. And you know what I'm like? I'm, I don't like to be left to my own devices. No, no. Yeah, I need I need to keep my hands busy. Uh, I'm going to read you two paragraphs and tell me, does this make sense to you? We've always known that MasterChef cook Poe is in an odd relationship. Mm. Okay? So I'm going to read the two paragraphs and you, you try to tell me what's going on here. MasterChef cook Poe has revealed her ex-husband, Matt, fell in love with her best friend. Right. And they're all still such good mates... That he now manages her. So her ex-husband manages her, yep. but he's now married to her best friend. friend. Yep. And didn't she... Oh, well, that's the next bit. Yeah. If that isn't complicated enough, and I'm reading straight up because I don't get this, Poe and her current husband, Jono, who used to drive her between the MasterChef studio kitchens and the house, so he was her driver, have opened Jam Face Cafe in Adelaide with her ex and his girlfriend, Sarah, who was originally Poe's best friend. Has anyone got a better story than that, 13216? I know. So, her ex-husband, who she's still good mates with, hooked up with her best friend, but her ex-husband is still her manager. Yes. And they all own a business together. I don't know why. Do you watch Days of Our Lives? Oh, right. I mean, okay. trending. There's nothing, not, there's nothing unusual about that. Uh, did you that, see that, that business will never fail. Did you see that Carl and Lisa hooked up <gasps> for lunch yeah. two weeks after they sadly separated and they look happy as, don't they? They did, didn't they? They took a selfie. And now I'm reading... On an iPad. <laughs> so, this, so let me get this straight. Carl and Lisa used to work together. Yeah. <laughs> trending. And finally, uh, do you know there are still items from the 80s that you can buy... Off the shelf. Places like Kmart and Big W still sell rolls of film. No. Um, online shops still sell VHS tapes, new, and cassette tapes, new. Probably be a collectible. Like, yep. you know how all the retro stuff's coming back? Like, records and that. Yeah. Well, you can't call it retro up north in places like Devonport and Burnie, oh, can okay. you? The latest. They just got a brashes up there. Oh. Trending down, Scoopler. It's up at Hit Hobart. Paul and Woody. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Spin that wheel. Second games on the wheel. Whatever we spin up is what we're playing today. We're playing for tickets to the movies. Oh, this is huge. Get ready to call 13, 12, 16. 
Did you get any trick or treaters last night? Do you know I did not get one? Oh, oh, oh. what? For what? Oh, because you're not. Huh? I've got to tell you, you're known as the crazy man in the street. I'm not that guy. You know, yeah, you're that guy that kids go, don't go near oh. that house. Is that why they're so scared when they hit the tennis ball into my yard? Yeah. Don't you have like 10 tennis balls? They just forfeit them. No one even tries yeah. to get them no, from I your yard. No, I keep them now. Damn. Yeah, because I just think that it's impolite for them not to apologise. Oh, it happens, Paul. They hit the windows and those ratty kids. No, no, I was a bit disappointed because I got some chuppa chups. I had a bowl of them near the door and I was all ready. And I sat there on a chair behind the door and I was looking through the hole, just waiting, and no one, no one came. Oh, did you have anyone come? Yeah, I did. Oh. Yeah, it's very, it's very friendly where I am. Yeah, no, well, it's friendly where I am. Yeah. Although I do, I live very close to the bikey, so maybe. What are you saying about that? Well, I'm just wondering if that would prevent parents from. Letting the kid... I don't know. I I mean, I certainly don't have an issue with the bikies. I've made that quite clear. One person on our street didn't clearly didn't want to be disturbed, so they just left a bowl on their letterbox <laughs> filled with lollies. <laughs> like a help yourself. Yes. It's like a walk-by, and I thought, do you realise the first kid that comes across this is just going to tip the whole thing <laughs> into their bag? Like, it's not going to stop you from getting harassed. Yeah. Or an adult. Yeah. Um, you know who I hate? Oh, no. I just can't stand... Oh, it's such an American thing. Why do we do it? Oh, for God's sake, let the kids have a laugh. Have you heard these let people? The, do you know there's nothing scarier than a kid dressed up with blood on it? Like, yeah. It's actually really freaky. Funny, isn't it? It's not funny. They're no, already... it's really funny. Scare me? No, I, look, I reckon let them do it. Big deal. The Americanisation and all. Mm. Something to do. Because oh, this isn't the ABC. We've got when I was a kid, you could ride your bike out in the street. You could play tiddlywinks. Wasn't it? um, You knew it was time to go home when the street lights came on. Yeah, that's right. That was the kind of days that that you grew up in. The kind of days. You know, uh, toast (laughs) for tea. That's all stuff to move on. No, but we could do more things in the street. Now they can't. This is the ABC. No, the no. I reckon no. I reckon they'd be all about oh the Americanisation. I reckon they would. Okay. Let them do it. Have Halloween once a month. Okay. Give them something to do. Keep them busy. Get them off the Xbox. Oh, All right, now. Here we go. Now you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you wind it back, please? The name of the game is... <laughs> I think did I had an aneurysm just... for a moment I think there. you did too. You know when you start a sentence, you think, I don't know where oh, this is going to go. Oh, this is like my mum. Oh, I did that at, at a funeral once oh. when I was delivering the eulogy. Never do a eulogy off the cuff. That's one of my tips for public speaking. The name of the game is What Are You Wearing? 13, 12, 16. You give us a buzz. You tell us what you wear to work and we'll tell you what you do for a living. Oh, 13, 12, 16. It's 14 away from 7. Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Spin that wheel. Hi, Holly. Hey, how you going? So good. Stack of games on the wheel. We just spun it and up we spun. What are you wearing? This is for tickets to the movies Bad Mums 2, which is in cinemas tomorrow. Beautiful. Are you going to do it, Paul? Yep. Holly, what are you wearing? So I've got a navy blue skirt on yep. and a lighter blue shirt. Oh, we're trying to work out what Holly does for a living. No, blue and blue. What do you got on your feet? Um, this blue leather shoes. How short is the skirt? Yeah, good point. Uh, probably like a little bit off my knees. 
a, bit, a little bit above your knees. Could it be any shorter? Below. Would it be all right if it was above the knee? Yeah. And how? what are we doing with the hair? Yeah, good. good. In a bun. In a bun, okay. Could you have it down if you wanted it down? Oh, not really. Okay, we're just going to drop the cone of silence and we'll be right back okay. with you. Every time, let me on the count of three. Let's say what she is because you say the same thing every time. One, two, three. Nurse. Nurse. There we go. Oh, what else is she then? Blue, blue, hair tied back. Can't really be out. Does a nurse have to have her hair tied back? Well, because she didn't seem very committed to requiring. She goes, "Oh yeah, it wasn't like oh yeah, of course you're gonna have your hair." Well, I don't think she doesn't work with food, clearly, Mm. but. What would you say then? Because I'm sure it's a nurse. <sighs> Look, I don't think I've guessed this one before, but I think she might work at a bank. Oh, every time. Every time. It's honestly. Well, I don't think a nurse could have a short skirt on above the knee. Uh, hey, guys, yeah. can I have a guess? Yes, Mason. Oh. What about a parking inspector? They wear blue and blue, don't they? Skirts, though? Are they wearing skirts? No, he's been watching those theme videos again. (laughs) I've told you before, in reality, Mason, they only give you a ticket. You're the one that sent me the link. Okay. Um, Okay. So Mason wants sexy... Sexy... Parking inspector. inspector. And I don't want to offend the parking inspectors, but I've never seen one getting around in a skirt, Holly's age. Um, You've been on a bit of a roll with these games. Thank you. So you say what you say, and if you're wrong, I won't even criticise. Holly, are you a nurse? I am. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. You thought. I was setting you up for a big fall. No, you were. Take that. That is well done. Oh, my God. nurse, congratulations. You go to the movies together. Why don't you take in an early session? (laughs) (laughs) Can we check when uh, Village has the movie on really early this morning, Mace? Okay. Well done. You're gonna, I'm going to give you the tickets to the movies even though yeah, I won. Yeah, well yeah. done, Holly. Oh, Good thank you. Good on you, Holly. <laughs> on you. Hey, Mission. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Hit's Paul and Woody for McDonald's. Grab a delicious McFlurry for just $2 at Macca's for a limited time. We've lost him again. I can't believe this. How, we just caught him the other day. I know. The Tiger Air Tiger. This is unbelievable. He's on the loose in Hobart. Don't be alarmed, kids, but approach with caution. Yes. But if you do find him, you score instantly return flights if you're the first one to the Gold Coast from Hobart. This is unbelievable. Because Tiger Air is now flying direct from Hobart to the Gold Coast. Thanks to Hobart Airport for this as well. This is great. Okay. So, so this I've, is your first clue. More I've clues across the morning. This clue. Okay. Because we don't know where he is. No. <clears throat> this is the first clue. Got it. Digger, 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 dirt. Digger, 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 dirt. Digger, 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 dirt. Digger, 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 dirt. Okay. Does it matter how many diggers? No. So it could be more digs. It could be. Okay. So it could be digger dirt, or digger, 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 digger dirt, or digger dirt, 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 dirt. We've lost the plot today. Sounds like Abbott, doesn't it? Digga dirt, digga dirt, digga digga dig dirt. If you take your time, oh. you're the first in line. Can someone get him his meds? 
Yeah. No, he has the injection in the butt. That was for the older people that listen. Yeah, I don't like it in the arm. I don't want to see it coming. Hey, we have been doing a redemption tour. Yeah. Look, thanks for having us for four years, but this is basically our time to make up for all the places my co-host has peeved off. Yesterday we were in Burnie. Why have so many people complained about... the? Tr- we went to a great effort oh, to go to Burnie. You absolutely slayed them whilst we were there. It took hours to get there, hours to get back. We had to use the resources of Burnie FM, which is tantamount to a community radio station in terms of the technology. Like... It's hard enough getting NBN in this state, let alone trying to get a connection in Burnie to broadcast in Hobart. And I've just copped flack for the last 24 hours. We'll be going to Devonport and Launceston, Sandy Bay as well. But if you want to add a suburb or a place to the list, if he's managed to upset you, give us a call on 13 12 16. It's 8 past 7. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. 11 past 7, Hobart's hit, 100.9, Paul and Woody. We have been doing our redemption tour of the state. We're travelling to all the places that Paul has managed to upset over four years. I don't know why you have to put a negative angle on it. Like, this is a celebration of this state and the places that we love. That is such a... We got invited by the Bernie mayor, the mayor of Bernie, to go there after you slayed them last week. And so that's where we were. I love this state. Some people only love this city. I love this state. I love it more. I grew here. Mm, I don't know if you love the state. I, I think you don't love the, city. love the state. I think you love the city, but you don't love the state. I do. I love the, all of the state. I love it. I love... Oh, God. You, there is something wrong with you. I love whatever parallel we're on um, from Flinders Island down. So there you go. Okay, I love more you, than the state. So you loved Bernie, did you? Yeah. Because I actually thought it went atrociously yesterday. What do you if mean? I'm, if I'm being honest. <laughs> But we had a bit of fun last night. We went to yep. the pub, which was great. Um, we they had Toss the Boss, although it's a little bit different up here in Burnie. Okay. We kept losing. Although, I'll tell you what, when the locals were looking at your iPhone, they hadn't seen one of those before, had they? Can we stop this? Um, and we met some vibes on your app. Because it's amazing how much you know about my dating app. Uh, there was uh, oh, My favourite was Keith, with an F. Keith who is between jobs at the moment. And the man that has handed us the keys to the city as well is the Lord Mayor of Bernie. Are you right with his name? The Lord Mayor of Bernie, Bernard Knee. I know, actually, when we drove yeah. in, I noticed that you've got some sort of um, cattle competition or a... I oh know, that'd be... That's our Miss Bernie competition that happens this week every year. I've said to the, the motel manager last night, geez, everyone gets into the spirit of Halloween up here in Bernie. And he said to me, what do you mean? I said, well, they're all dressed up. Look at them. And he said, oh, when's Halloween? I regret what I said because I didn't realise how lovely it was up here. It's gorgeous. Um, I was up very early this morning. I had the traditional Bernie breakfast, which was lovely. A couple of cans. Oh. I don't know if your room's the same, but my room's got one of those little machines where you put the 20 cents in and the, the bed vibrates. And what I didn't realise is when I put the 20 cents in and my bed started to vibrate, I heard a sneeze. And I looked under the bed, and it's just the owner shaking the frame. It's a, it's a motel that's set on a property, and there's about six units, and then up on the hill there's the owner's place. And he came down to my room, knocked on the door, 
And he said, oh, I noticed Woody's gone to bed, but I don't know if you know about this, but Monday is the biggest night in Boonie. But we have a big party night in Boonie. It's awesome. He said, if you want to come up to like the property where he lives up on the hill, you know, come up in about now because it's going to go off. He said, there's going to be drinking, there's going to be fighting, there's going to be love making. It's going to be huge. I said, well, should I get dressed up? And he said, no, don't bother to get dressed up. They'll be the two of us. It's Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Top of 20 with a couple of showers developing today. Before nine, we're giving away flights return to the Gold Coast. You just have to find the Tiger Air Tiger who will be on the loose somewhere in Hobart after eight. But we've been giving you clues across the morning. Mm. All right, so you ready for your next clue? Are we going to reset what the first clue was? I don't think you're allowed to do that. Diggity, 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 dirt. Well, you can't because that defeats the purpose of making people listen to the entire show. Oh, but we're supposed to have Hobart's easiest competitions. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I won't say it then. No. Again. Because potentially people could just tune in at eight and get all the clues and they haven't had to listen to the oh, rubbish okay. that comes You're teaching me about radio? I oh, know. It's a sad thought. Very sad. But put it in your little book. Don't. You've already got some talk tips in your book this morning. Remember I said earlier... Uh, the F never, word? Never swear on air. Yes. Um, that you said might... never say, and then you said it. On, well, that'll be on the podcast. No, it won't. Uh, and no, see, once again, don't say that. Say that it will, and then okay. people will listen to the podcast. And then be disappointed. They've still listened. Uh, the other thing is, uh, what, what, there's another tip. Oh, on. no. Oh, that's right. The tip was um, never deliver a eulogy off the cuff. That'll be on the podcast. Okay, your next clue. If you find the tiger, if you're the first to yeah. find him, double. Two flights to the Gold Coast, return tickets. It's a poem. Oh. Okay, good. I always get concerned when the girls hand me this. I'm a smiler, not a frowner, because I'm an upper, not a downer. And you combo that with diggity, diggity, diggity dirt. But don't say that. Once again, you've said it. You're giving... You've got to get people to listen across the morning. Okay. Look out, Hobart. There's a tiger on the loose this week, and we want... This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. I'm Paul and Woody. We've got $100 cash to give away shortly in Shore of Origin. Yes. Paul's disappointed about uh, trick-or-treating. Yeah, I am. Halloween. I just think that people are real negative Nancys when it comes to Halloween. You know, I think it's a good opportunity for families to do things together and kids to go out on the street like we could go out when we were younger. We were riding bikes. We were playing cricket on the street. Yeah. We were climbing trees. We were... Um... Egging houses. No, yes. never, never, never. And we were just having fun. And I think it was really great to see some kids out last night, but there wasn't very many on my street. And you hear these older people going, oh, it's the Americanisation of our culture. Oh, the ship sailed, mate. We're all obsessed with the Kardashians. We watch Netflix. And, you know, we eat fast food. I mean, come on. Let's get real. We're doing it anyway. Let's have some fun. So you want more people to get into the spirit of Halloween? Yes. And so did you last night? Did you do your house up or did you hand out lollies? Well, I was flat out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because I knew I'd be the only one. And you would look creepy. <laughs> yeah. A man in a trench coat in his 60s. Why would you assume out? my costume would be a trench coat? Because that's ridiculous. So you've got the thing. face to match. Oh, God, you wear a trench coat to a park once. <laughs> um, I had a bowl of chuppa chups ready to go, and not one person came and got a chuppa chup. 
I've been eating chop chops all morning because I've got so many of them left. All right. The hit list. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Can we be friends? 19 away from 8. On Hobart's Heat 100.9, Paul and Woody. This is Phone Topic Let. We are going to pitch some phone topics at you, Hobart. If one interests you, give us a call, 13 12 16. Yeah. You can end the segment at any time by calling that number. Hey, I want to know if you're a Hawks fan and you feel ripped off. Because the complete draw came out yesterday. And I tell you what, Hawks fans, if you intended to jump in your car and drive up to Lonnie and see some Hawthorne football games, you've got a dud fixture. You're playing the Gold Coast. You're playing Brisbane. I mean, Port Adelaide have improved, but they're boring. And then they're sending a Victorian club down to play you once. St Kilda. I mean, I want to know, honestly. Yeah. Would you have liked to have been in a position like North Melbourne? I mean, North gets to play Carlton under lights on a Saturday it's night. Be epic. Like, it's going to be the biggest game of AFL football played in this state since State of Origin came to town. It's going to be huge. So I want to know if you're a Hawks supporter and you think, I'm a bit ripped off. 13, 12, 16. I'd love to hear from waitresses, waiters, chefs, cooks. Paul thinks it's offensive that I order so many condiments with a meal. So, for instance, with a schnitzel, I'll ask for probably a mushroom gravy, a normal gravy, a tartare sauce, a vinegar, maybe a mustard as well. Mm. Because I just, I'm obsessed with condiments and I like to mix it up. I'll also go to an Italian restaurant and ask for tomato sauce on the lasagna. I think it's tomato sauce on lasagna. So why can't I... What's the vinegar? What do you do with the vinegar? I dip sometimes the schnitzel in it, but sometimes I also like to dip the chips in it and then dip it in the tartare sauce. Wasn't there vinegar at an Asian restaurant once? Oh, yeah. I put vinegar on fried rice, too. What? Uh, but, I mean, is that offensive? Do I you think it ch- is offensive. Is it, am I offending someone? It's offensive. 13, 12, 16. Uh, oh, jeez, I've had a boy with the girlfriend. Oh, another one. She wants to go and see Michelle Pfeiffer, Johnny Depp, and a bunch of stars in Murder on the Orange Express. It's an Agatha Christie remake. It's out of the cinema in the next week or so. I refuse to see it because I know the ending. Oh, it's a classic oh. Agatha Christie. It's murder on the Orange Express. It's a murder mystery, and I know how it ends. So, but that doesn't matter. Well, what's the point of seeing it? You know how Star I know Wars who the murderer ends. Is. And you watch Star Wars. How many times have you watched Star Wars? Yeah, but that's proven. Star Wars has proven that I know that it's a piece of cinematic genius. Yes. I don't know if Murder on the Orient Express's remake is going to be any good. You go and see it. I know how it Just is. Just go and see it. No, She's carrying your but baby. It, the reason you go and see oh. it is because it is a murder mystery, and I know who the murderer is. 13, 12, 16. Have you injured your sh- yourself in a pair of heels? And what have you done? Oh, this is a gross story, Woody. Oh, well, a woman did break her toe because she wanted to fit into her bridal shoes. Ugh. But it can happen. You can... Hurt your tendons, you can slip over, you can fall in a drain. I mean, heels really should come with a warning. The, and I don't know why women put themselves through it. Oh, why do we do it, Paul? I like a pair why of flatties. Do... I like a pair of flatties. Slip on flatties every day of the week above a pair of stilettos. Really? I don't want a woman coming at me with a couple of weapons. Oh, I've got enough to like worry weapons. about. 13, 12, 16. has anyone actually tried the fancy Vegemite that's going for anywhere up to $20 a jar on eBay? So what they say, it's more tart? It's a bit more tart. It's got more of a complex, rich taste. So what is it, just jam? Yeah. (laughs) 
Because I've seen the, the stand down at Coles. Yeah. And look, it looks lovely and it's a suggested stopping, stopping stuff. Oh, we've got to stop drinking. Stocking stuffer. Yeah. Stocking stuffer. Say that in a hurry. Stocking stuffer. No, stocking. no, that's really dangerous. That's it is. actually it is really dangerous. Kids, don't do that at home. Stocking. Do- Paul! Stocking. I can't say it. Don't worry about it. No calls today. Nothing like going out on a high. Uh. Stocking. No, it's a quarter to eight. You've got to learn. I'll Over. never learn if you don't let me say it. Hit 1.9. Paul and Woody. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Don't put the blame on me. I'm only human. I do what I can. I'm just a man. Do what I can, don't put the blame on me. Coming up in seven minutes. Don't put your blame on me. We're going to give you some more clues as to where yes. the Tiger Air Tiger will be in Hobart after eight. The first one to find him yep. will score two flights return this is huge. to the Gold Coast. We've had some dramatic calls this week into the show. Oh, wow. And I have to say it's probably been our most popular phone topic uh, yeah, of all okay, time. Okay, all right. You've proven me wrong, okay? I, I thought that I had some radio sensibility and I thought it was a rubbish talk topic. What? Where have you been stuck or where have you been locked inside? Yeah, I thought it was rubbish. We've had so many calls, Paul. All right. We've okay. had a lady that said she got stuck in traffic. Uh, a guy who got stuck in his house. He locked himself in. See, that's I mean, why is... I thought it was rubbish. Even though those people called, they were rubbish stories. We got this one before the ABC, and we've still had so many calls coming through. Lucy, where have you been stuck? Um, me and some of my classmates on a school trip got stuck in an elevator. Oh, God. There were, like, 10 students and two teachers, and the capacity thing on the elevator said 12, but the teacher was like, no, we'll be all right. And, yeah, we weren't that all right. And how long were you in there for, Lucy? Um, about 25 minutes before oh, the fire brigade come and got us out. I mean, you must have been, you know, calling family and, you know, did you put a will together? No, look, I was all right, but there was a girl um, who started to have a bit of an anxiety attack and I didn't really help her when I told her, like, if she was breathing really fast, she'd take up all of our oxygen. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. When someone's panicking in an elevator, mention the oxygen situation. Hi, Alex. Have you been stuck somewhere? I used to be a manager at um, uh, an op shop and I had a customer come in one day who tried on a dress. It was about two sizes too small and she was in the change room for a good half hour before I noticed that no one had been in and out and she'd actually got stuck in the dress but it was actually stuck over her head and she'd gone into a panic panic attack. And Did you have to help her get out of the dress? Yes, Paul, I did. And how did we get her out? We actually got her to bend over and we pulled. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Thanks for your call. Alana, where have you been stuck? Where have you been stuck? Um, yes, I've been stuck in my car boot. <laughs> what were you doing in your car boot? Well, me and my brother were about nine and we were trying to play hide and seek. So we hid in some car and it's like a sedan. So we got in and... Um, the like back seats like locked up on us, and we're in there, and we ended up having to take our clothes off because we got that hot, and we were claustrophobic. And someone was walking past um, down the street and heard us banging and screaming and crying. And you both and got your clothes and... off in the boot of a car. Oh, God. Yes. I mean, is this like hide and seek The Sopranos edition? What's going on? 
So but then some lady saw us, um, heard us, when she was walking past with her dog and knocked on my front door and was told my mum that there's someone locked in our boots and she never realised. And we were locked in there for a good half an hour. Okay, so you're in the boot with your brother. You've both taken your clothes off as it's gotten too hot. How do you explain that to your parents? Sounds very Game of Thrones to me, but anyway, all right. Okay, let's just... I'm glad you're okay now. Jacob, where have you been stuck? Well, I'll take you back to the night. It was in Salamanca, had a few beers, and it was about 3am in the morning by now in a nightclub, and I needed to go to the toilet. The line was huge, and I thought, I'll do the sneaky and just pop into the disabled. (laughs) And as I've gone in, locked the door, done my business, trying to come out, and I've snapped the door handle off on the inside. Oh, no. And so, nightclub loud, tried to call the mate. Spent about 45 minutes in there before anyone realised, and then they had to get the screwdriver out, unscrew the door handle, and, you know, she was a bit of a scene. <laughs> you can't do that. What a call! You, you can't, because if anyone... I mean, if anyone's been in, in a bathroom in a nightclub for 45 minutes, everyone has started thinking, hang on, what's going on in here? Let's, let's see who walks out. And then he walks out by himself. <laughs> My mate Hogs, who... This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Tiger Air is now flying direct from Hobart to the Gold Coast. Win your return flights thanks to Hobart Airport and Hit 100.9. The Tiger, the Tiger Air Tiger is lost in Hobart. Don't worry, kids, we're sure he's going to be found safe. If you're the first one to find him... You get return flights from Hobart to the Gold Coast. This is massive. Thanks um, to the Hobart Airport for that. All right. You're going to give another clue? I've got another clue. Now, Paul won't let me recap the clues from across the morning. No, go on. Diggity, 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 dig, 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 dirt. Yeah. Dig, 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 dirt. Am I... Say the next one. Just do it, please. I'm a smiler, not a frowner, because I'm an upper, not a downer. All right. The new clue, and I think this is too easy. You ready? I'm ready. This is for the two return flights to the Gold Coast. Don't ring us. No. Go and find the tiger. Yeah. Hughes and Warner and Matthews and Noonan. Hughes and Warner and Matthews and Noonan. Do you know where the tiger is? Mm-hmm. First one to find him. It's Paul and Woody. How about seat 100.9? And she'll always get the best of... This is the Paul and Woody... This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. 16 away from 9 on Hobart's Hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. It's been an absolute hoot behind the scenes of the show this week, uh, mostly because you have gotten yourself on a dating app. Can you just stop this? This is great. And I worked out what your logging details were because it was really easy. It's just your email address and a password. Can you not... And I've been checking out the fellas that have been wooing you on your dating app. Now, this is not a freebie. This is not like Tinder. You pay for this one? You pay for this one, and you have to actually verify your face. So you put up your pictures, but Mm. for them to be verified, you've also got to take a video of your face. So this is to stop catfishing. Yes, exactly. Because you know what? It was so horrible. One of the first things you said to me when I showed you a guy that was interested is you go, mm, make sure you don't get catfished, implying that he was too good for me. No, he was just a really young, good-looking, successful guy. And I just thought there could have been a little bit of uh, catfishing. That's so hot. That's just yeah, so yeah. horrible. But, uh, but I've canceling. got your back. I've I'm got your back. No, 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 no. Your girlfriend's got you on this thing, and they convinced you to do it. And I think it was a good idea. And what is it? Ten bucks a month. Yeah, something like that. Okay. So 
look, given that, you know, I, I've got to be very careful of how I talk about your profile, because I don't want to offend anyone that I work very closely with in a glass room for 15 hours a week. Uh, I thought what I could do is just just a message for the fellas out there that are getting themselves on these apps. Just, I mean, And I'm not making myself out to be, you know, any type of Casanova. But I, I reckon I've got a few tips for you because I've seen some of the guys trying to woo you. Can you not do this? And, no, no. And I'm just, look, I just want to throw a few ideas <laughs> at guys just to maybe give their profile a bit of an overhaul. <laughs> Think of it like the block. You're just going to go in, knock down a few walls, put up a few new ones, give it a lick of paint, and maybe a few pieces of furniture here and there. Don't do the voice. First up, mm. fellas, if you're going to take a photo of yourself and stick it up on the profile, top's on. <laughs> Top's on. You've got to remember that the female body is beautiful and we bloody love it and we can't get enough of it and we want to see every inch of it. Guys, there are very few parts of our body worth seeing, particularly downstairs. It's ugly. It's horrible. It's why we wear two layers minimum. Okay? Top's on. Top's on. Ah, fellas, fellas, facial hair. Okay, facial hair. Facial hair is quite polarising for women. <laughs> My experience has been they either love it or they hate it. Mm. So a little more George Clooney five o'clock shadow <laughs> than Ned Kelly Bush Ranger. <laughs> okay? Because if you're going to go the full Ned Kelly, you might as well put your bin on your head with the eyes cut out. And finally, can we have a moratorium on selfies in grotty bathroom mirrors? Women will see how grotty the mirror is and they will also spot whether or not you've done the washing <laughs> if the laundry basket is in the background. If you want to add one to it, 13, 12, 16, Paul and Woody. Get, give me my hat back. Fuse, I was uptight, wanna let loose, I was dreaming. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. <laughs> Ten away from nine on Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody got scary in Hobart, didn't it? Yeah. Is there anything scarier than a bunch of kids and toddlers running around looking like... Well, zombie was the theme, really. Yeah, but I I I still don't think there was enough kids doing it. You've had a whinge about this across the morning. Yeah, I just, I love it. I love the fact that it gives kids something to do, get out there on the street, hang out with your family, have some fun. But I don't know, people got very negative towards Halloween this year. Well, you know who's called in. That's Jimmy! What's going on, Jimmy? Uh, well... Halloween. I just want to talk about how disappointing it is. Yeah, go for it. You bloody love Halloween because you've spent time overseas. Yeah, man. I lived in North America for three and a bit years and had like four Halloweens. You would have loved it. Oh, man. At first, I was like, this is stupid as hell. And then we went to Walmart and had to spend like 150 bucks on candy. And then from four o'clock to nine o'clock, literally, there was a stream of kids knocking on your door. Brilliant. Jimmy, you do sound like a broken man today. Did you sort of miss out on the North American experience in Australia last night? Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. And, like, no, do you know what was funny? On Saturday, up to Lotus Street, there was people walking around trick-or-treating on Saturday. On Saturday? On Halloween, on Saturday, yeah. They were dressed up like they had the gear on and they had the kids there with a little pumpkin, bloody plastic bag thing. I yelled at them like, it's not Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) 
Jimmy abusing kids. That's Why great. does this not surprise yeah. me? The, that was Jimmy, the, the, as well. the and the mother. Oh, great. <laughs> that's all right. That makes it all right then. It's fine if you abuse the mother and the child. That's yes. okay. It's all right. Yeah, it's, that's it. It's that's not fine. frowned upon. <laughs> but no, it's just disappointing. Like, and no one like does the houses up over here. Yeah. Like over there, there's like full streets and stuff like that. But I went out with some kids like the second year. So I mean, mates' kids. So I was like, I want to see what this is all about. So you knew them. That. You knew who they were. Yep, good. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't just some random, but I just grabbed it and was like, let's go, kids. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we took some pillowcases. I was like, mate, you don't need a pillowcase, just take a plastic bag. And he's like, no, nah, mate, we're taking pillowcases. We had to drop the pillowcases back off at home to their house and, like, unfill them because they were full of candy. Oh, my, that much? Yeah. We walked around for two hours and they had, like, I don't know, it was about four pillowcases, like, literally full of crap. And we got back there, and they were disappointed on their hall. The hall wasn't that good that year. <laughs> they called it the hall. I love it. Yeah, the hall. <laughs> <laughs> so, now tell us, what did you dress up as when you were there in North America? Australian each year. Oh, great. So, what's so your own clothes, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, just wore shorts and a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> My mate Hogs, who never. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Nine o'clock. Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. Mason's up next with the most commercial free hits in Hobart. You won't get that anywhere else. Nowhere else. So don't try. No. Um, Warnie Bachelor? Well, now, he's I know denying this is a, it. An idea but... that's kicking around at the moment that he could be the Bachelor, next Bachelor, after Apollo. Well, the new idea ran a story that said it was him, and then Warnie denied it. But do you remember, and I think I can say this, I'm just going to say it anyway, and you don't have to affix this after this, Georgia Love denied for the oh, best God. part of six months that she was the Bachelorette. Like, people were flat out asking her. And we Friends have, of hers. Well, we have work colleagues here, because you know, let's not forget that Georgia Love worked for what well, was known as Wynn back then, and she was the anchor on weeknights. So we had... Friends that are affixed to Southern Cross Television that are also Junos flat out saying, oh, are you the Bachelorette? And she just flat out said no. Yeah, she just said stop asking. asking it was me. rubbish. I'm, and, I'm not. And I can understand why Georgia had to say that yeah. because she would have signed, you know, different documents that... A confidentiality agreement. That's the word that I had no idea I was trying to find. Oh, Thank you. So maybe Warney's done that. Maybe Warney signed on, but he has to say, well, no, it's not me. I'm not doing it. Warney should have to sign a monogamy agreement. <laughs> no, but he should. Could you imagine him in the house with 30 women? be awesome. No, he wouldn't let any of them go. That's what he would do. Oh, look, He'd get I think... to a rose ceremony. Yeah, He's oh, like, I lost oh, the roses. Yeah. <laughs> Warney, have you been eating the roses? <laughs> Warney, you've got dirt on. You've buried the roses again. <laughs> I think the biggest problem for Warnie would be that um, they'd have to find 30 women that hadn't met him. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart.